Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. You, 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 ma'am, are the mother to three children and dogs and podcasts and books and live events and social media posts and telling it just like it is. How did this happen? Oh, geez. I've always had a problem keeping my mouth shut. So what is, what is that thing that's been going around on the internet lately? Like, are you one of those kids that had talks too much on their report card? You know and I I mean? I, I have never been able to keep my mouth shut, nor have I been able to filter the information from the brain out of the mouth hole. So I've always been a smart aleck, so to speak. But, um, you know, I taught public school for 14 years. 14 years. This is my 14th year. There you go. Okay, Meredith, you're sent to me from divine God. Do I get to leave after this year? Tell me yes. I mean, so the rule at my house, and I don't know what the rule is at your house, but... My husband said that I was allowed to leave when I had six months worth of income saved Mm. so that there was a safety net because he said, you can't quit your job for a hobby. Okay. And that's a fair, that's a fair statement because of course I was teaching while I was starting this and I was like, I'm going to be a star. Don't censor my creativity. And he's like, you don't get to quit your job because you have a hobby. So long story short, I ended up starting this um, actually because I had a, a really crazy health scare. Yes. And at 34, I thought I was gonna, I thought I was gonna be pushing the daisies, so to speak. And I really wasn't thrilled with the things that I had done. Like I, I mean, I was married the right guy, I think. I had three beautiful kids. I did, you know, some things, but they weren't, it wasn't like if, if, if there was a bucket list, I hadn't checked off the bucket list. You know, there were so many things that I wanted to do. And when I got that opportunity, I was like, I'm, I'm going to go do them because I'll be dead soon enough. I may as well do them now. You know, I knew I, I liked you. I love your personality. You're very funny and you're very talented and your uh-huh. social media and your your and we're gonna have a fashion show of your merch and we're gonna talk about your books in a <laughs> But I wanna say in all seriousness, my album is called Unfinished Business because for 14 years I stopped singing. I was married to my high school sweetheart. Me and her broke up and got divorced. I came out very late in life. And this like rebirth over the past few years of like life is short and mm-hmm. I don't want to just wish my life away for a summer vacation for the for my me to clock out of work for me to the magical day when I get to say I don't have to do this anymore. We all have something we're scared to do and want to do and we're afraid to do it. But then certain people take the step and actually are brave enough to do it. And look what you've created. I, well, I appreciate that. Yes, I think I, I think you can use brave interchangeable with um, insane. Um, you can use it interchangeably with, um, illogical at times. Um, it, you know, it's, it is really, it's, it's scary. It's very scary to be like, I'm going to go and try this out and see if it fits because the internet is such a, it can be the, it's such a double-edged sword, right? Because it can be just the meanest, nastiest 
troll-filled, grossest place on the planet. And then you find this one corner where you're like, oh my gosh, I, you know, people get it over here. Like these are my friends, you know, and, and luckily, you know, um, some of us have found those little corners of the internet and that, that's what I wake up and I live for. And, and that's the reason that I make the videos that I make is because I want those people over on that corner of the internet to know they're not alone, whoever that is that shows up for it. Right. Because, I, I never knew how lonely you could be in, in the middle of motherhood. And it's crazy because you're surrounded by people, but yet you can feel this ridiculous loneliness. So that's why I started doing it. I, I definitely had one of those quote unquote Oprah aha moments, you know, of waking up and being like, man, if I really could be dead tomorrow, did I do the things? Did I, did I check off the list? Because I'm a list person, you know, and I did not check all the things off the list. And so this is my 10th year since starting this and I'm getting ready to launch probably what I think is my biggest, most important to me passion project thing that's going to be coming out in March. Nobody knows about it yet. I've been working on this for 18 months. So it's, it's nerve wracking because you come to these air, these like crossroads and you're like, oh my gosh, is this, is it going to work? Yeah. Oh, I'm excited for you. We're all really, we're really, we could, well, over, you said a small corner of the internet, over four plus million followers uh, and, and subscribers and, and all, whatever you call them out there uh, are watching what you say. You can mm -hmm. go to that underscore inappropriate on Instagram if you're listening to us, or you can go to your website which, which the link is below us if you're listening to us on the podcast as well. You um, have really expanded and multifaceted. What I find from a lot of women, including my own mother and friends, is that people are not honest about motherhood. They, you know, they tell you it's going to be the greatest thing in your life. You're going to fall in love and the world's going to be happy and you're just going to give something to a little baby and joy will exude out of you and you'll be the best mother in the world. It's not that easy and people feel super terrible when they don't feel that way. Please, my dog is here. He already pooped on the floor and he's licking my leg as we speak. Well, this is this so this is Kiki. Hi, she's she's our brand new addition. Oh, and she's, she's she, she was in puppy jail, which is like this little playpen thing that I have next to me. Um Kiki is short for Kirkland because I'm obsessed with Costco and it's also a Drake song. So my kids wanted to name her after a, a Drake song. So um she's teething right now. And um, she's very needy. But what you were saying is absolutely true. It, nobody prepares you. The books can't prepare pre prepare you. Having conversations with others about motherhood can't prepare you because you have this whole like vision about how you're going to do it. And you're going to be so much better than every other parent that's ever been. And then you have three kids with the stomach flu and you um, want to pull all of your hair out and run away and change your name and get a nose job and, um, you know, pretend that you don't know those people. And it because it, it's insane. Like everything about it is crazy. Uh, absolutely. Uh, hey, this is Clarence, by the way. Hello. I love when people name their pet. So I have Ruth over there. That's Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Ginsburg is over oh, there. <laughs> 
I'm obsessed. I love it when people name their dogs or cats or whatever after like, like, like Todd or, you know what I mean? Like it's the best thing ever. So I love Clarence. That's amazing. And, and I love Ruth. And I love that you have a dog literally named after Costco Kirkland brand. Kirkland and brand. Yes. Yes. I'm obsessed with that. Well, yeah, to be cool, it's Drake song, but it's also Kirkland, and that is amazing. Oh, Kirkland first, but I agreed to shorten it to Kiki because yeah. the kids they wanted to name her Aubrey Graham because that's Drake's real like real name, and I was like, I am not naming this dog after Drake. I don't care what you say. So we settled on Kiki, so but she's <laughs> she is full of badness, and she is full of literal piss and vinegar and she is just trying to chew my whole house up so we're learning about um rules right now well then kiki would get along with clarence so <laughs> when you when you started this did your family do your kids and your husband think you're funny do they get a kick out of your presence no <laughs> No, my husband always tells people like if he's like just this past weekend, we did a um, I had a friend of mine who is a manager at a country club. He asked me if I would do a private show for the for this country club. And I was like, yeah, of course, I'm not touring right now, but I'm always I'm always down to tell jokes. And um, after the show, so it was it was local. So my husband was there. And after the show, everybody is coming up and, you know, they're saying hi and shaking my hand. And my husband's like, I just want you guys to know she's the second funniest person in the house. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> so he he thinks he's hilarious. He does not think that I'm um, as funny as apparently others think. But he he is actually a very funny guy. And if you think I'm dry, he's Melba Toast. Like, he is the driest sense of humor, but that's what I also love about him because yeah. I love a good dry Melba toast sense of humor. Me too. And that's what I like about your humor. It's deadpan. It is mm. so, it is so serious. It's so funny. What do you think has resonated? What joke or what post like really ignited this? Like, what is the thing that everyone said? Oh, this one is telling the truth. Is there something that you get the most conversations about that when people meet me um sometimes they will say the first thing i saw was the man cold and that was probably if i had to go in and look at videos and be like which one was the most viral it it had to be that because at this point i want to say that we we must have crossed ha almost a i mean literally it sounds ridiculous but i think we've hit close to a billion views on that stupid video because at one point, several years ago, we were over 500, over 500 and something million. So we have to be like somewhere in that range because it was insane. It was absolutely insane. It was being shown on every media network. Um, and the best part about that video is I was literally shooting it with this terrible cold because we were both sick at the same time. But my husband couldn't even help me record it because he was like, I can't. I can't get out of bed. And, and I was just like, I can't believe you're, you're such a baby. Yes. Women, women, you know, they, they run the world. You all run the world. <laughs> you, you rule the world. And we would all be at a dead stop standstill if it wasn't for the women in uh, our lives and in the world. Gee, that's what's so great and so funny about it. Do you get feedback? Do you like, do you get hate? Do you get some nasty comments? Do you get people who tell you you're not a good mom and you're not a good wife and you all this 
BS baloney out there on the Oh list. my gosh. The best is so mo- all of my kids are teenagers now, right? Like I have I have a 18, well will be 18 grown ASS man um in in March as he tells me. My daughter is 15 this weekend and my youngest is 13. So we have a house full of, you know, teens so to speak. And um what my daughter's new favorite hobby is, is to go on to TikTok and read the comments underneath my videos to see all of the mean things people say about me. So then she can come home and be like, Linda J from St. Paul says, you're a piece of blah, 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 because you're the worst mom ever, just so you know. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you. Because a lot of the videos are about her sass mouthing me and me telling a story about one of the kids. And she's like, just so you know, <laughs> all of these other moms think you're terrible. And I'm like, well, that's great. <laughs> that is the funniest. That is um, the most unique circumstance and funniest thing ever. As a social, as a creator, as a comedian, as an artist, but also as someone on social media, do you, have, do you chase the next big thing? Is it numbers? Are they a big thing? Do you look to beat what you've already done? Do you get nervous about, is this going to hit and land and go as viral as something else? I used to, I was, I was crazy about it. I would screenshot my platforms and be like, I didn't, I didn't grow any in this, this past month. I only saw, you know, 500. I, I gotta be honest. I don't anymore. I think because I've started doing so many other things and so many other projects. And I know that the only thing that I can control is the content that I'm putting out to the people who want to watch it. So if I believe, and and for me, the bottom line is let's have a conversation. I, I'm here to have a conversation with you. I'll share the really raw, gross, <laughs> um, ridiculous pieces and parts of my life with you, because I think that's how we all connect is on those relatable points. And that's what I'm here to do. If you don't like it, you know, watch the door when it hits you where it's where you've been split you or whatever. Um, if you want to stay, stay, but that's all I have the bandwidth for because I want to put all of my energy that I can in having that conversation with the people that want to be there. And I can't, I just don't, I, I know that a lot of people think that they should always be chasing those numbers and things like that. But at some point you have to be like, okay, here's, here's, here are my people. Here's my group. How do I just continue to make this better? How do I make this a more enjoyable experience for them? You know, that's where I want to be because these are the people who have supported me. These are the people that have been there for me. You know, I, that's a, that was a lesson in a smaller, a way smaller version for me than you, but I had that with music and I had that with this show. I used to chase I want, I want to get more people. I want why doesn't this person come on? Why doesn't this person, why, why aren't these people watching? And then I thought, what about all the amazing people that are here with me every week? What about that lady who lives in Illinois, who never misses an episode, who streams my music every day? Why don't I do it for her? You know, I, it's that like really that gratitude, like if I'm grateful for what I have, you know, more people will come. I was an angry chasing number cruncher. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's easy it's, to be that though, because you do, it's, it's so flashy everywhere, right? Like mm-hmm. turn around and every which way you have. And, and that's, I think a big thing for me with having a teenage daughter, I, you know, who is totally into like 
Um, which one is the Jenner that has the makeup? Is it Kylie? Kylie. Kylie. Yeah. So like, she's like a big Kylie fan and like this, that, and the other thing. And I was like, let me explain a little, just a tiny thing to you. These women are business moguls. They are top notch, big time business moguls. I said, do I agree with all of the things that they're doing? Absolutely not. Do I agree with some of the way they per they portray an image and what, you know, no, because I don't think normal people look like this. And I just want you to be aware and understand that this is more what normal people look like. It is not Kylie and Kim K. Please do not place the amount of value that you are as a teenager into what that looks like. And let's remember that they can be amazing um, business women who are, you know, just making billions of dollars and doing all of these great things. And I applaud that. But you can do those in different ways. You don't have to fit that box, right? Like you could, I'm not making billions of dollars, obviously, but this box is still okay to to fit in and check off too and look like. So I I think for me as just a mom of a of a of a young woman, I want you to know that there are other ways you can go about working your business, making making your your living and it doesn't have to be this filtered photoshop perfect representation of something because life is the messiest thing that we all do together you know it's so messy yes oh my gosh you can't say it better than that i had my goddaughter ask me told me once she wanted to be a social media influencer and i wasn't trying to be mean but i wanted people to know that a lot of it is not real and mm -hmm. what do you add to the, the the landscape that's unique. I think what's great about you is you have a unique voice. You give your personal perspective. You're not trying to fit a trend or be whatever's the, the trending topic or, or whatever is the end thing. You just give your stories, your personality, your unique perspective, and then the audience followed. So kudos to being a well, I appreciate. Yeah, I appreciate that. It's really, for, because you're right. Like I feel like each of us, we were all born with certain gifts and things that we can give to others. And I love how you said it, like, what are you going to contribute to this landscape? Because we don't need another, you know, get ready with me girl on the internet. Like no offense to the get ready with me girls. Like, but when you, when, it, when you're a mom who's looking at this from this perspective of, I have this 15 year old daughter, like, I love the get ready with me girls that do murder podcasts. It's like, get ready. Let's talk about death. Yeah. Lock in. Like, I love that. Like, what is your spin? Like, you're right. You're hundred percent right. Like, what is your spin? Like, give me something when we're getting ready. Don't just, I just, and I know some people love makeup or this or that. And like, they're like, cause it is an art. I have seen some of the craziest stuff online on, you know, on TikTok and whatever, but don't forget your flair. You know, what is it? How many pieces of flair? Um, that dates me. If you know that movie, uh, office space, yes. but like, how many pieces of flair do you have? Like put your flair out there, be whatever you're going to be, but, but, but make your piece of the landscape unique. That's what's important. Uh, absolutely. It took me way too long to learn that in my mm. life. Okay. It might get loud uh, for a second because my husband just pulled in and I don't want the dog, the dogs will start barking. Don't worry. We follow, if you're following and that's inappropriate, that's in, uh, underscore inappropriate MeredithMasoni.com. When we, um, and a hello to the dry husband, who's the funny one in the house. We love he it. Is, he's coming there's, in somewhere. there's two books that you've had out. You've had Scoop the Poop. Yes. Your battles, which that looks like a day in my life with my dog. And 
<laughs> and pick your battles seems to be the mantra of every single married or successful relationship in the entire world. Yeah. And then ask me what's for dinner one more time, inappropriate thoughts on motherhood. What was it like to be an author? How did you like writing writing books? I, you know, I'm sure I have a few more in me. That's what she said. Um, but it's really these, I love to, the way I write books is like, think of it as like chapter, chapter books for moms. Cause you teach, what did you say? Fifth grade. Great. So yeah, it's like chapter books. Like they're little bite-sized nuggets inside. This is not some, this is literally when I write a book, you can pick it up and in one spot, turn to a page and be like, okay, ha ha ha. That was great. Put it down. And then if you don't come back for two months, you're not missing anything, right? Like this isn't some novel where you're like, you must start on page one and you must go through. Cause I'm just telling stories. I just feel like the, some of the stories that I have are worth retelling because my mantra has always been your story isn't for you. It's for someone else. So for me, this, you know, yes, this is my story, but it's meant to be shared what for whatever reason, because somebody may, might be struggling and somebody might need to hear that story. And I think that's true for literally every person on the planet. So good. So get your, the books are wherever books are sold. You can find them. You can go to social media and, and the websites and all those things, but you can find it wherever you get books. And then you have the coolest merch. Like you have really fun merch. <laughs> I love making t-shirts. T-shirts are fun. Um, it's an easy way for your face to match your wardrobe. So I just feel like there's always a good way to have, you know, just something fun. Because, uh, you know, I'm I'm very, uh, I think as a, as, a, as a group, we're very decision fatigued. You know what I mean? Like whether you're a teacher or whatever it is that you're doing work-wise, like, thank the Lord for our service professionals, right? You know, people that are out there literally in the trenches helping us get through. Decision fatigue is real. And so I wake up in the morning and I just want to put on a t-shirt and a pair of, you know, yoga pants or, or sweatpants or, you know, jeans, if it's a special occasion. <laughs> and I just want to have a t-shirt on. I want to be comfortable. I want my sneaks. Like, and I just love to make merch. It's just been a thing we started many years ago and I, I just fell in love with it. Well, it's good. I mean, we just showed uh, the struggle bus shirt or them already tired tomorrow. They have like the, the funny shirts with the donkeys and the rainbows and the whole, oh, yeah. whole bangity bang. And there's mugs and there's sweatshirts and there's tank tops. And there's, there's a whole litany of fashion. You could literally start a TikTok page where you just buy and try on a Meredith ensemble every <laughs> single day. That's yeah. Neat turn in the space. That's it. That, you know, maybe that's what I'm supposed to be doing on TikTok and I just haven't figured it out yet. Cause TikTok, I just don't get TikTok. I've been trying and trying, but it's just, I'm not, I don't know if I'm not young enough or what it is, but. I don't want to dance. I don't want to lip sync to lines in a movie, or I don't want to ask the Dunkin' Donuts person to, to do a viral video dance with me. I don't really, I don't want to ask you what you do for a living. I love yeah. these people. But they're they're very someone's entertained. But. Yeah, I'm not good at those things either. Nobody has actually ever asked me to dance, and I've had people ask me to stop singing. So, Meredith, when I see you in person somewhere at one of your shows or at an event, I'm going to ask you to dance. Oh, thank you! I'm so excited. <laughs> I I want to give a shout. Listen and listen. My Darius is watching sometimes, and we go back and forth. He's been a foster dad. He talks about. Whenever he brings this up to me, if he has a weak moment, 
I'm going to reach out to you and say, remember what I said, we chose no kids. <laughs> yes. Well, it's look, I think I, I really think that that is admirable. If you know that that is not something that you want to do, I think it is, it is not, is it okay? It is the right choice for you. And that's what you should be doing. Right? Like I, I don't understand when people are like, they poo poo it. Like, why would you poo poo it? Like you, like everybody is not the same. And of course you shouldn't bring children into a relationship if that's not what you 100% want to do. Like, well, I, I think 20, 15 years ago, I would have done it. I think a newborn baby in 40 sounds hard. Just sounds. Oh gosh. You know, I do. Um, I do know a few people who, um, you know, quote unquote, started over with a maybe a little oopsie daisy or whatever. And I think like last night, this puppy kept us up at 2.30 in the morning for like over an hour and a half. And we were barely functioning this morning. And I'm 43, my husband's 44. And I couldn't imagine a brand new baby feeding and changing and burping and crying all night long. And, and then you got to go into the toddler stage and phase again. And, you know, I am, I'm good with teenagers. I really am. I, you know, we are, we have the same mentality at times and we just scream at each other and it all works out. I think that's, per see, that sounds good. You want to send me your 14 year old anytime they can always come spend a weekend with me. Great. That's a deal. That's, yeah. They're just a lot, no matter what age or stage or phase, they're a lot. But, you know, when you get past it, I think it is a little bit daunting to maybe go back to it. I can imagine. Well, for moms everywhere, including my mom who worked her tail off raising me and my brother and is still working her tail off and we're in our 40s <laughs> um, to, and to all the moms and dads and, and the people out there, aunts, uncles, foster parents, adopted parents, everyone, grandparents who raised their children, I know that they get a big kick out of you. And I know if you haven't followed, make sure you follow, go to the website, get your merch and look for the books and whatever magical secret project is coming, we need to be on top of it. So we see it in March when it, or April when it's, when it's debuted. And we know that you have a lot more fun conversation and, and chit chat and, and, uh, and your comedy lets us see that we're not alone. So that's the greatest gift. So thank you so much for doing it. Thank you so much for having me on. This was so much fun. And I will definitely email you and send you what my little special surprise is when it is ready. Oh, and we'll talk about it again. We will share it here on this show because we'll be waiting. Okay, awesome. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot -E 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 org because only together we rise.